Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are listening in real time, live time, I guess, I hope that you had a great Christmas. It actually feels kind of strange to say, but I was actually really thankful that we had a blizzard here um, because it gave my husband two extra days at home with us, and which was really nice. We had a good five days together, which makes it harder to go back to <laughs> to our regular routine, But um, and we still got to celebrate Christmas as we had planned, so that was really nice. So I hope that whatever you did, you had a great Christmas, you stayed safe took some time to rest. Today, as you are recovering from holidays, or maybe you are headed into another week home with your kids if they don't have school and you're home with them, I thought that today's episode would be a really good time to talk about three simple things that you can do when your child is just getting on your last nerve. You know when you spend a lot of time together and you are just like, "Mm," really pushing my buttons. That's what I want to talk about today because I feel like that's probably a situation that a lot of people are in, especially around this time of year. And there are some simple things that we can do and that I think sometimes we overlook because they're just pretty simple. And we can get in our minds all of these other things that we need to do or um, just get in the, the mode of, you know... I don't want to say punishing, but like our natural response to get frustrated and it can be hard to get out of that mode when we have spent a lot of time together. And so the first one, if you can guess, connection, of course, I'm not going to go super deep into this one because obviously I have so many episodes on connection and different connection strategies that you can listen to if you want more ideas. But I will say, if you need to choose just one, can you guess? (laughs) I would recommend special time to get started if you haven't done anything. And there are episodes um, if you have more than one kid or you're struggling. And I do have an ebook that will be in the show notes. But if you are struggling with, well, how can I do special time with my child when I have several other children home and it's just me, you know, maybe your husband's back at work or something. And I go through all of those things in the ebook, but I also have an episode that I want to refer you to, episode number one. If you are like, I have no idea what special time is, I'm going to quickly explain it to you. But if you want to get more detail and just help on how to implement it, go listen to episode one or get the free ebook in the show notes. So basically, a lot of times I think when people hear special time, they think, oh yeah, one-on-one time, I do that. But this is so much more than special time, and it's really important to um, discriminate between 
special time and one-on-one time because they are very different. So special time is completely engaged, no distractions, no breaks. You're with your child 100% for a designated amount of time. Your child knows it's special time and you do whatever the child wants. So they are completely in control and they know that and you have to do whatever they say however they want to play, whatever they want to do, obviously, unless it's really unsafe. So that would be my number one recommendation. Number two is to get your child outside or into some deep physical activity. Now, I can only speak to boys because I only have boys. I'm sure it's similar with girls as well, but there are times when I notice like just the the energy and the enthusiasm with which my kids kind of like go after each other, but not in like a mean attacking way, but just like, I have so much pent up energy. I don't know what to do. And it's just like coming out in this way. And I think we really have to remind ourselves of how much our kids need that deep input exercise activity and really take inventory of how much they're getting. Because especially thinking about, you know, the last few days when we've been in a blizzard and then, you know, all the wind chill, it was super cold. We could not be outside, you know, negative 40 degree weather. And there's only, there's only so much input you can get inside, you know, and really just thinking about that. Like, are you, is your child getting on your last nerve because they are constantly maybe like coming after you or like tapping on you or trying to like engage in physical activity, but they just don't know how to do it in an appropriate way. So I read that and I think it's more than this, but I think it still gives us a good perspective that children need at least one hour of vigorous activity. So not just, you know, playing, but vigorous activity, running, jumping, biking, whatever it is vigorous, intense movement. And if you really think about that and then think about the day so far, or maybe the last few days, has your child had that opportunity? And then how can I encourage it? Like if we can't go outside because it's too cold, what can we do inside that would provide some of this vigorous activity? And then really think about trying to implement that. And I've been, um, I actually heard a podcast episode maybe last week on, it was more about homeschooling and um, kind of like the difference in boys versus girls and how we have, you know, just it's, there's, there's differences. And I've just really been thinking about when we are struggling with boys in particular, but kids, how often do we give them something to get their energy out versus you know, scold them or get frustrated. And so just really trying to give them something to input that energy into versus (laughs) inputting it into a sibling or one of us or something else that is just getting on our nerves. So really thinking about what vigorous physical activity can we do? That might just be like if you have an open hallway in your house, running up and down, doing different animal walks, wheelbarrow walking, bunny hopping, frog jumping, crab walking, um, skipping, like all sorts of different movement like that. If we have a bounce house in our basement that I actually asked for as a collaborative gift among our family for one of my kids' birthdays. Um, if you don't have something like that, even just 
allowing your child to jump off of, you know, maybe a uh, kitchen table chair or something into a whole bunch of pillows or cushions or dare I say, jumping on the bed and crashing down on, you know, landing on their feet on the ground or something like that. So really thinking about what can I offer? Maybe it's an obstacle course. When my oldest was maybe like two, uh, I would put the kitchen chairs together and have him climb over them onto the next one or climb under them. Uh, We've had trikes in our house or those little uh, like toddler scooters because we've just been blessed to have some more open rooms that allowed for us to use those. And we have because, you know, we just need extra, extra ways to get energy out. So look at your home, look at what you have, look up some ideas on the internet if you can't think of anything and just get some more vigorous activity. If you can send your child outside, literally do it. It makes so much of a difference to get fresh air. Plus the outdoor environment provides so much natural sensory input that we just have a difficult time, you know, simulating in our, in our home inside. It's just different. And then the last one, have you ever heard to just add water? (laughs) So I'll often say, do you want to take a bath? (laughs) And I'll add bubbles. Sometimes we have bath bombs, just different toys. It gives them space from the sibling. Plus it's got a lot of great input. So there's, um, we do baths. You could do a shower too, if your child doesn't prefer baths or if they prefer showers. Um, but in a bath specifically, you are laying underwater that water has some weight to it. So it's giving your body some of that deep input. Plus obviously the, the feeling of water splashing. If you had bubbles, you can see the bubbles popping. You can hear them popping. It's just a lot of sensory experience in just a very simple activity. And if your child's getting on your nerves, it's something that you can put them in and make sure they're safe, but you don't actually necessarily have to engage. The other thing, if you're like, well, I can't do a bath, I have too many other little kids, or they'll fight over it. I mean, they could take turns, but um, for whatever reason, if you can't do that, play in the sink. You know, my youngest just loves to sit at the sink and pretend he's washing the dishes and like rinse them out hundreds of times. Or you can get the little like kitchen sinks on Amazon where you can actually have running water, but it's just like recycling the water in this bin underneath it. Um, you could even just get a container of water. If you're like, I don't want my child to be running water for an extended period of time, just give them, I mean, you could do this every day and switch out little gadgets and toys that you're throwing in there and let them go to town. This is a really great opportunity also for kids to work on their pouring skills and transferring skills. There's so many great opportunities to not only get the sensory input that they need to help their body become a little bit more regulated, but also to give you the space that you need and also to develop some more fundamental foundational skills that they don't even know they're working on because they are having fun playing. So I hope this can be an encouragement and helpful to you, whether it's now or in the future, if your child is just getting on that last nerve and you really want to keep your cool, but you are really struggling, try one of these three things. Try all of them, (laughs) you know, the more the better sometimes. 
and um, let me know how it goes. If this episode has blessed you, if, if any of the other episodes you have found encouragement from or success with, I would love, love, love if you wouldn't mind to just scroll down, leave a rating or review, and share it with somebody. Share it with another mom, another caregiver, another family member so that they can be encouraged on this journey because parenting is hard. And I know that it can be easy to feel alone with whatever behavior you are dealing with. Maybe it's feelings from yourself. You're not finding joy in it or you're feeling super triggered and exhausted and overwhelmed. There is something here for everyone and I just want as many families to be able to hear this message as possible because it is not the norm and it is really hard to find. So if you wouldn't mind doing me a huge favor and leaving a rating or review and or sharing with somebody else that you think that it could be beneficial for. And with that, I will, nope, I'll talk to you before the new year. All right, have a good one. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.